Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals and in sacrifice, you have elected this. Live from Mad Rivers Boulevard, it's Paul and Ray! Hi, Z! my kitchen podcast people yes and i've seen a baby today so i'm a happy happy podcaster oh she had her immunization today what um and let's just begin by saying well done you for not being one of the batshit oh. crazy people that won't immunize their oh, children oh, seriously okay oh. fine i want my kid to have a chance of getting polio oh well <laughs> yeah. aren't you mum of the year quick exactly. update your facebook page now i support rubella <laughs> Dickheads. How many? What did uh, what did she have to get? Oh, she got half a dozen. <gasps> yeah, so they sort of like they just give you two two jabs, and you know it's sort of the the, the cocktail. Imagine, oh, yes. like, imagine you're the person working in the vaccination <laughs> office, yep. going, "All right, bit of rubella, bit yep. of whooping cough, bit of this, bit of this, bit of this." <laughs> but imagine if they accidentally, you know, when they go to lunch, they forget to wash their hands. Oh, and they just go, oh, <laughs> oh it's got a bit of polio. Mm. Mm. Do you? Did she? How did she do? I mean, is so, it hard to watch? Because yes, this it's is terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. I felt like when I was a really little kid, my we had a dog called Josie. Uh-huh. And I remember when my father, and Josie was sort of eventually just, you know, bumping into walls and just oh, pretty floppy, Josie. floppy, right? Yeah. And dad just picked Josie up. And dad rarely picked Josie up. And then mysteriously, Josie never came home. Right. Now, yeah. of course, you know, I'm very involved in the parenting process. But yes. at all of the big moments, that's a mum moment. They step up, they cuddle. Mm. Of course. Daddy, can you hold during the? Uh... Oh, you got to hold so, her. So I have to hold her, hold her down, and oh. she's going. Oh, 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 oh. oh like no! That sort of crying and tears, and I'm just going. Oh, this is not good. This is not good. I'm torturing her. I'm torturing her. But proud father update. Yeah, she went straight back to sleep. Oh, okay. I've just come over, <laughs> and you know, we're watching a little bit of the the spill stuff order, on Sky News. Order. order. Order, the member for the member for so you know there's all this noise Shani and you and I are having a, a conversation and she is out because you have absolutely from the get-go you and Shani have got it so right the kids should have noise around her at all the time at all times so she can sleep through anything because there is nothing worse than parents who have made everything perfectly silent and then I went over to friends of mine, uh, to their house the other day, and they had two kids, doors open, basically right off the lounge room. We were playing music, yeah, laughing, good. screaming, and these kids slept straight through everything because good. exactly the same. Since the day, um, you know, they were little, they've just said, okay, noise will be around because there is no way we're going to be silent for the kids. Look, sure, she'll be deaf by 12. <laughs> but... but she won't have rubella. <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. Got to say, uh, pretty proud of myself on Twitter today. Oh, why wouldn't you be with those? <laughs> yes. Eyes. <laughs> well done. A most successful tweet of all time from my Twitter account. I'm looking at about 360-odd retweets and 400-odd oh, favourites. What's, what's going on here? Have you announced that you're Bruce Jenner now? <laughs> no. You're the after. I have actually had a tweet made, that, and in brackets it says, repost from Rachel Corbett. I didn't actually repost it. This isn't actually my tweet. The tweet is, your grace abounds in deepest water. Your sovereign hand will be my guide from Hillsong. Someone has put <laughs> repost Rachel Corbett, and this 
thing has been retweeted 360 times. You have got to get into the religious gear if you want to be successful on Twitter. These are excellent stats. Correct. Or the kids. <laughs> I've never had a tweet go that well. Now, here's my thing. Mm. Is that there's all these people on Facebook, Twitter, and I'm noticing Instagram, mm. who love the inspirational quote. Love. Now, obviously, for the baby jibbers people, yeah. you know, there's a whole book, 66 books, <laughs> to go. <laughs> but the number of people who are just like, you are the most important part of you. I'm not a massive fan of motivational thought of the day or what's that thing that everybody's into these days? Like the gratitude journal. What's the is this the secret of 2015? Yeah, it's like you wake up every day and you write what you're grateful for. Stupid idea. And they, I mean, I went into Kiki K the other day, you know. To Is it go, Kiki K or Kiki K? I don't know. Oh I'm asking God. you. I'm actually asking. I, I always call it Kiki K. Sean? Is it Kiki K or Kiki K? Kiki K. All right. I think Sean was on the podcast. Was she on the podcast? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I went in there and they've got all of their, you know, sort of dream journal, to-do list thing. Bowel movement journal. Bowel movement journal. And then gratitude journal, which I think is something that has started by Oprah. And look, there is a part of me in my sweat lodge attending, colonic, you know, going There's only so much of you she can shove it into your world. I know. Well, dare I say, if you spend all of your life thanking everything for your life, you don't have a life. <laughs> it's like those people that are on Second Life. Uh, what's that? What? You don't know what Second Life is. Oh, I'm sorry, Rachel, I'm a father. I just don't have time for this sort of juvenile <laughs> behaviour. It's that world that people... It's like SimCity. Uh, yeah, I guess it's like SimCity, but you basically there are a lot of people that are in relationships on this thing. They have businesses in this world. <laughs> is it, do you pay with Bitcoins? Yeah, you pay with like real money, of course, and people are making like a proper living off Second Life. And some of them are architects in Second Life. So they design houses that you can build as your Second Life person. And then you will go to like, you know, Second Life Masterton and get their house designed. (laughs) Enough said. Keep the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Rach, are you aware of the phenomena? That has been the New Zealand couple that were caught having sex in their office this week. Yes. Now, what I love most about this is, well, firstly, good luck to them. Mm -hmm. Everyone seems happy. Mm -hmm. But I love that a little sort of, whoa, that's a bit, has become a full investigation into who's married, who's not, who's, you know, who who are these two people. Yeah. Sometimes we are spoilt children who can't just have a nice thing and move on. Mm -hmm. The nice thing was getting to see a couple of people in the Nicky New, getting one away. <laughs> yep. Do we need to then go off and spoil it with, oh, are they doing the wrong thing? Do we then know, go, I don't want to know the backstory no. Because when you, you know, those hotels like, oh, what's it, the Standard or something in New York oh, where they just York. go bang, bang against yeah. the walls. Mm-hmm. People, you know, on balconies on the Gold Coast. I want to make up in my head what the world is. <laughs> I don't want to know that you're cheating on each other. Yep. I want to imagine that she was just a waitress an hour earlier. Ooh. He's just walked in for an egg and bacon roll and gone, 
G'day, darling. And then bang, up they go. See, this is the kind of movie that you can run in your head when you are left to your own devices. Do you want to know about all these people? I don't want to know anything about these people. I mean, this is one of those, you know, great gifts that the people at the pub across the road got given for absolutely no reason. It was just one of those things where these lovely people have thought that there's no way that the people can see in if we can't see out. So let's just get ourselves together. The thing that I will say, though, is it's just a little bit old school 1980s. I'm not a massive fan of the let's root in the office. Oh, there's nothing hotter than putting your naked bot bot on the copier. I just just find it so old school 101. Like, really? Oh, all right. Okay. Oh, look at you go. We're boning on the desk. Oh, Oh. look, you know, you mushed all of the paperwork off. How sexy. Oh, what a yawn. Yeah, like they're living out some sort of, you know, fantasy. Like, what was that Michael Douglas movie? Remember Michael Douglas? and uh, Uh, Fatal Attraction? No, no, no. no, no, Uh, no. Indecent Proposal? No. Indecent Proposal, the one where he offers a million bucks? No, that's Robert Redford. Is it? What's the one where Demi Moore hits him up? Oh, shit. Oh. What was it? Deliverance? No. I'm going to look right now. Demi Moore. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Disclosure. Oh. You know, we couldn't have gone on if we didn't know. So maybe they were living out that fantasy. But a mate of mine uh, worked for a little while at an insurance company. Mm. And he claims that in out-of-work hours, he used to, uh, and I will quote him directly here, pot a few of the office birds (laughs) on the boardroom table. Now, if that happened, awesome. Mm. I hope it happened. I was very fascinated at the time Mm. about it happening. Mm. But Rachel... We have covered this ground before. Mm. You love the mish. Yeah. You love a bed. Yeah. The idea of, oh, let's just sprawl out and hopefully knock over a jug of water. Even I was having a chat the other day with somebody about the Mile High Club. Why is anybody wanting to join this thing? Now, we did it the way that it should be done back in the days of our uh, radio show, not you and I personally. I say wife <laughs> in the room and see this? See it's that? It's on. <laughs> Don't tell those stories. We hired a private jet for a couple to go up and have the privacy and the whole room of the private jet to get one away. Now, Still our greatest achievement slash did we break something. (laughs) Exactly. Like like eventually when we're standing before the Lord above, is that the one that he'll go, Rachel, thank you for... You know, uh, taking care of those kids in Irian Jaya. Yep, yep. (laughs) Nice reference. (laughs) But about the couple who rooted, we're clearly... Yeah. He... (laughs) Oh, no. But I was saying to them, like, I don't know what the draw card is for joining the Mile High Club. It is the tiniest, most uncomfortable cubicle space. A, you've got to get there in a sneaky way and try and avoid the stewardesses and everybody else seeing what you're doing. Now, I have a very low threshold, as you know, for those kind of situations. I don't want to try and sneak to the bathroom. I have no, you know, I don't find that dangerous and exciting. I just think that's just rude. People have got to use this bathroom. So, you know, who are you to d*** in it? (laughs) Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. Rach, if I may get serious just for a moment. Yeah. Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah. Okay, we are getting serious. Okay. Now, now for those that are late to the party, um, Bill Cosby has been accused by 
I think it's about 800 women now. Yeah, lots. Of, uh, of uh, anything from the 60s through to, I don't know, when does it sort of stop? Is it the 90s? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but I also know that you are quite a fan of the Celebrity Apprentice, just to diverge oh. for one second. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, right in the, the very first person to be evicted from this season of Celebrity Apprentice was the youngest of the Cosby kids. Rudy? Uh, Rudy, yeah, Rudy. And everybody gave her crap because she didn't call Bill Cosby to ask for a donation and she wouldn't really go into the details of why she wouldn't call Bill Cosby and then all of this stuff started to come out and I thought if that's why she didn't want to call Bill Cosby. He, he might be in the news. Yeah, exactly. He's probably to a lawyer a lot. But this is the thing. Now, okay, he denies, but I think as we all are going to fairly assume, is that, okay, one person, well, that's 1v1, mm-hmm. half a dozen, okay, maybe even then there's this sort of stack-on factor because he's really rich. Mm. But honestly, when... A lot. It's a few. Yeah, yeah. It's a few. Yeah. Suggesting that there was a bit of uh, drugging and, and sexual assault that happens as a result. Here's the point. Mm-hmm. He, okay, he denies it. So he's ploughing on with his life. Yeah. Just going, you know what, bugger this. I'm still going to do the stand-up shows. Funnily enough, nobody wants me for a TV interview. Yep. About my stand-up shows. <laughs> yeah. But if you decided to go to the stand-up show, that's one thing. But it's the standing ovation that oh. these people give Bill Cosby as if somehow he's being hunted by the media. He's not being hunted by the media. Dozens. Mm. Dozens. With mm. the double Z. Yeah. You see, this is that dangerous situation where... You know, once the brush has been covered in tar, very difficult to get it off. (laughs) Oh, no! Oh, I didn't mean that! (laughs) And we thought the toughest bit here was going to be sexual assault. You're listening to Paul and Rach. Paulie, uh, I, I just have read the briefest of this story, but I think we Welcome should Welcome to just... my world of research. <laughs> the, uh, the Paul Murray School of Research. I thought we'd just read it together okay. and learn together because uh, the heading, I think, is enough to get us in, and I, I just feel like there's going to be enough to play with in this article because the heading is, a couple have started a crowdfunding campaign to get a space-themed cat cafe in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so so much. Does your perfect day oh. consist of sipping a locally brewed coffee while no. being surrounded by feline friends in a space-themed cafe? No. Whose f-ing perfect day is that? And has anyone actually donated to this? This is one of the Kickstarter things. Or uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll find that out as we go. Uh, okay. A Sydney couple are trying to follow the high-profile success of cat cafes in Thailand, Japan and Melbourne by bringing one to the Harbour City. <laughs> They're great in Thailand and Japan because in Asia, this shit works. It's kooky. That's you know, it's meant You know, Japan, we've got vending machines with underpants in it. You know, like there's all this kind of stuff. They love a bit of kook. Uh, Thomas Derricott and his girlfriend, Weenie Yap, (laughs) uh, first came up with the idea after visiting the original... Catmosphere Cafe in Thailand. Oh, oh. So they're, they're trying to just open a franchise. It's yeah. not even their idea. Yeah. They want the Catmosphere. The Catmosphere. We spent an hour and a half looking for the Cat Cafe and when we arrived, my girlfriend burst into tears. That's because she's nuts because it was such a bizarre sight. I never envisaged cats and sci-fi to go together, but it's actually the perfect marriage. No, 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 it isn't. <laughs> it's not. Feeling there was a market for astronaut-loving cat enthusiasts in what world is there a market for this? The young couple approached the owner about franchise options. 
He gave us the go-ahead to provide a home for brave astro cats returning to Earth from galaxies far away. These people are crazy. I'm just on the aforementioned website here, Mm. and, and they describe their own business as quite... Catmosphere is the first global space cat cafe franchise. Our mission to seek out new life to boldly go where no cat has gone before. Oh, dear. Oh, God. In the first 12 hours of launching the cafe, they raised $4,000. They're up to $6,700. Who is... They want 35 grand for this? I hate this. Who is paying money for this? But hang on, hang on. (laughs) This is... Okay, this is what you can get. This is the definition of Lonely Planet. (laughs) You understand that that it's not a travel thing. Lonely Planet is sci-fi-loving people who want to go to a cat cafe. Get the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Okay, I've just got a bit more kitten news. I don't know why. (laughs) Kitten news. I don't know why there seems to be... Well done. I don't know why there's... (laughs) You're right. (laughs) I don't know why there seems to be such a high amount of kitten news around, but are you aware of Uber? Yes. This is where a random person can come and pick you up in a car. Yeah, or you can just get a taxi. No, well, see, this is the thing. Let's have a quick talk about that. UberX is the service that they offer where just a random will come and pick you up. I would never order an UberX by myself. That's just weird to me. Getting in a stranger's car, like I just feel... I'm nervous getting in a cab that's got a GPS tracking system in it. me too, me too. And you hear stories about, you know, sometimes on the off chance there's a cab driver that gets a little touchy-feely. I mean, what about the ones that don't have a little sticky poster on the window where you can see, you know, their cab number and their name and they're registered? And and, and every time you sit in there you go, okay, I'm going to remember this. Yeah, me too. LPG... 088 LPG. I do that every time I get in a cab. And I don't know what it is. Perhaps cholesterol. But in my brain, you know, you go LAG 088. LKF <laughs> And you get out yeah. and you just go, what was that? Yes. <laughs> and I go, I did finish school, Yeah, right? I know. I do exactly the same <laughs> thing. But the idea of just getting a complete and utter stranger to come and pick you up, I don't care how cheap it is. It could be free. I am not getting in a stranger's vehicle at night time. Forget about it. Not like that. Because <laughs> you're going to get yourself into lots of trouble. Exactly. Sexy so, lady. Uber. You're a sexy lady. Why can't I say that? You're a sexy lady. That makes me uncomfortable. Why? Just because my kid and wife are here. Exactly. You and you touched me on the bum before when I came. (laughs) And yeah, I know this is on. Just let me drink. Mm, Whoa, yuck. So Uber have teamed up with now this this portion is quite nice, is catch shelters. So that 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 part is nice. But diseased and dying cats. (laughs) The other day, between twelve and four, you could order a kitten car for forty bucks where the cab will turn up with a kitten in it so you can play for with it for fifteen minutes. Isn't that weird? No, that's bullshit. That's a furries thing. That, really? Well, no. That has to be. As if you can just... Can you advertise that you can... Somebody will pick you up and then you can play with another person's kitten. Yeah, it was just a whole bunch of shelters that had, like, sent kittens out. But, you know, okay, this is going to be controversial. Okay. We need another war. <laughs> what do you mean? Because, honestly, we have affluenza. Like, like we are so rich <laughs> as a community, as a society, yeah. that we're, we're coming up with garbage-like cat... 
you know, yeah. space cafes. Yep. We're, we're, we're so bored yes. that we've gone, how can we improve picking up someone for nothing? That's so true. That is so true. There are people who would genuinely never be able to get a cab because they can't afford to get a cab. They've got to get the train or the bus or whatever. And there are people there going... I wonder if I should order, like, a cab with a kitten in it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Just let me Instagram my dinner. Your grandfather went to war. He built a railway. Yep, just so you could get in a car with a kitten. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. Thank you, Asha. (laughs) (laughs) There's a baby on the podcast. Yeah, you're actually famous. It's a baby. Anyway, um, an Australian model has appeared in the Swimsuit Illustrated, what, how do I put this, historical periodical, tit, Catalog. What? What's the term? Sports Illustrated? Are you talking about the magazine? Yeah, yeah. They, once a year they put the swimsuit issue. Ah, the swimsuit issue. Oh, right, right. Oh, oh finally. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Aren't I on fire today? I mean, what about the intellectual yep. power behind this P. You got too much politics in your brain. You got no more room for swimsuit. This is it. Nothing. I've just nothing. got boobs. Whatever. No. Yeah. The only spill I care about is <laughs> now. The... <laughs> now she is a plus size. Size model. Oh, that means a size 10, which is not plus size. Okay, this is it. You know, now, without getting all female website-y crazy mm. about this here, Amanda Vanstone, Chrissy but, Swan, yes. they would ably be referred to as, yes. as plus size. They would refer to themselves as plus yes, size. Yes. I refer to myself as plus size yes, when yes. it comes to, you know, blokes. Yeah. But a size 10, yeah. what, she's got a little bit of muscle. Not mm. meat, mm. not fat. Mm. Muscle and a little bit, a little bit of a natural buzz. Is this the girl that was pulling down her bottoms? Oh, yes, 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 yes. What is that about on the front cover of anything that's not a porno? Why is that your stock standard be like, oh, I might take them off if you're good to me? <laughs> what? <laughs> Correct. What? But also, what about, what about was it Kim Kardashian or whatever this week? Some, one of those, I'm, I'm deliberately now forgetting. <laughs> I know the answer. I'm just not going to give you the free hit. Expensive people who make wanky sunglasses yep. and bags apparently with just one bit of gold on it and people will pay 800 bucks for it. Mm-hmm. Wankers. <laughs> Wankers. Well, she did an ad for one of those people, and it just was her nude, ass in the air, wearing nothing but you know a jacket and a pair of shoes, and I think something else that was the product she was advertising. Now, I like naked ladies. Mm-hmm. I think Kim Kardashian's pretty attractive. Yeah, she's beautiful. But can we do better than just a bare naked ass? Did you see that? You saw her front cover of Paper Magazine, yeah, the I... break the internet thing. I mean, okay, you've gotten it out. That's spectacular. Like, there's no doubt, not a dimple in sight. That's a gorgeous ass. I'm happy to give you that one, KK. You've done well there. Well done with the squats and whatever else you're doing in your physical routine. But, but seriously, did... once is enough. Correct, but when did... Bum become the new boo. And I, I don't understand why when you're trying to advertise a product, you're going to get something. I mean, who's looking at the product? Yeah, no, correct. no, I'm not looking at the bag. All I'm looking at is this giant ass in front of my face correct. as this woman well, is bending over. And, and also, without being too crass, if I spend an entire 24-hour period just looking at boobs, mm-hmm. nothing comes out of them. What do you mean? If I spend 24 hours looking at somebody's bod pod, I'm going to see <laughs> something I don't want to see. <laughs> you're listening to Paul and Rach. 
shopping for a present for a friend of mine the other oh, day. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what 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 have it's, you got me? It'll be here later. Oh, I'll read, uh, look, by, by, where, 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 <laughs> later. Now the gift wrapping scenario. A great service offered by many a fine establishment. However, the place that I purchased this thing at Club X. the other day, Club X, it comes in a plastic <laughs> wrap already. Uh, they said to We've me, "We've only got brown paper." <laughs> Would you like this gift wrapped? I thought, well, I'm going to have to do it anyway at home. Yeah, you know what? That that'd be great. Now, my understanding of the gift wrapping offer is it's a a free service if oh, they offer. Oh, rookie, rookie. 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 Depending well, on where you go. But, like, you know, I think if you're you know, DJs or those sorts of places, they throw on a little, uh, a little, these oh, days. See, I think that's a dodgy manoeuvre. You cannot offer a gift wrapping service if you are going to charge for it. But what was one up even worse on that one was I said to the lady, yeah, I will have that gift wrapped. And so she said to me, okay, would you want to go and buy the paper and bring it back oh, and I'll wrap it for oh, you? Oh, hang on. I was like, hang on a second. Why wouldn't I just wrap it my Self. But also, she offered. Yes. She offered. This is the thing. It wasn't like you just had that look about you like somehow your thumbs don't work anymore <laughs> exactly. and you're confused by sellotape. <laughs> I didn't ask her for it. I didn't say, do you guys gift wrapped? And then she said, oh, look, we don't, but I could. you could absolutely go and grab the paper. What's the sort of, give me an idea. Is, is it haberdashery? Is it is it clothing? Is it, give, give me a, a realm of store that we're talking about here. We're talking about Kiki K again. Again with the Kiki K. <laughs> yes. That, that's a place that sells books and paper and stuff from behind the <laughs> yeah, counter. That's true. They have a whole rack of cards. I'm sure that they have a gift wrapping. Maybe this is a ploy to just get people to purchase their gift wrapping. Yeah, you know something. what I say, Kiki K? What? I can't rhyme f- with Kiki K. <laughs> Keep the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Been looking around a lot lately on the internet at the phenomenon that is the blogger and the life coach and the person that has their own personal brand. Oh, the brand. The right. brand. And because it's about the essence of your brand. Rage. It is about brand essence, um, and it's also about bullshit to mm, me. You know, really? like I genuinely think that. of the success of these people is just about being able to talk themselves up. Because if you have enough PRBS around you and enough, you know, if you've written your website well enough, even I will say that I've been sucked into thinking that these people are way more successful than I think they actually are. What gets you though? Is it the testimonial? Is it the simplicity of the system? Is it the fact that they physically present as being successful together? What sells you? I think it's the physical presentation. I think it's good photographs, you know, because you can look at it and you're like, oh, wow, this person is, you know, beautiful and really successful and has got themselves together. I think it's a little testimonial, a couple of testimonials on a website and all of a sudden you're like, these guys must be helping 300 people a day. See, this is my thing. It's like when I watch advertorials, mm. and you know, funnily enough, with the crying you can hear in the background, <laughs> we do that a bit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you can make all the claims in the world, but when I see the mop pick up the jam in, you know, two easy, I go, whoa, yes. oh, yeah. I know it's going to break. I know it's going to break mm. within a month of me using it, but whoa. You can completely be fooled. And the thing is that I've gotten to the stage where I realised that people can really tell you anything and you will sort of believe it. The other day I came across... Uh, an article on this new phenomenon, which is fashion psychology. Stop it. Started up by a woman named Dawn Karen, who on her website, fashionpsychologysuccess.com, claims that Hang she... On, fashion psychology was taken? <laughs> yeah. 
Fashion Apparently. psychology was so good, so she had to add it up with fashion psychology. She Sweet. says she's her, she claims she is founder of the fashion psychology field. It's not a field, you know, but there have been articles written about her on big name websites that should know better. So what, what is fashion psychology success? What is her, her key? What, you know, wear blue to feel powerful? Exactly. It's all of this BS. If you wake up and you feel lethargic or you don't feel like you're that energetic, then you need to dress to embrace that mood. So if you're feeling really energetic and outgoing, then bright, loud colours. Meanwhile, pop the th- website on our, uh, on our Facebook page. Have a crack at this woman would you take fashion advice from her <laughs> she is like okay let's imagine firstly a bloke dressing like a woman <laughs> want to stay in touch head to the website paulandrache.com.au i just wanted to highlight what i think is a bit of a dick move mm-hmm. The other day, I went into the bathroom. I live in a share house. Uh, naturally, purchasing toilet paper is a big issue. You know, I think that uh, it's one of those things where... Is it not just a scenario where uh, you see that you're getting down to the penultimate roll? Yeah. And instantly, if whoever last saw the penultimate mm-hmm. roll goes and buys, mm-hmm. and every now and then, oh, you bought some too? Ah, exactly. Pillow fight. That's usually, <laughs> that's usually what happens. Sans pillow fight. Pillow fight. But uh, the dick move in the share house is when you've clearly forgotten to buy a roll or you're sort of down right to the end and you just you don't want to completely empty the roll so you just rest a square on the roll what what so you're the second last person well you're technically the last person to use it but you haven't used it all because there's still a square there for the next person to use in desperation but now if no. anybody has wiped their bottom which i think we all yeah. have yeah. it cannot be done with a square that's the thing i'm sorry i think once you get down to the last couple of rotations oh you're rooted you're you're, rooted. you're at the end of the game yeah You've got nothing, absolutely nothing. And I must say, I love, love a surplus supply of toilet paper. Love it, love it. I love it. There's just stacks of it and in the cupboard. And mm-hmm. There's something about it that is so ultra safe. Yeah, there's a re- there's, you just you feel there is a freedom in whatever you do on the bathroom. You know, you could use as many squares as you like oh, because correct. you've got plenty. So please tell me, did you notice when you had time to go to the shop downstairs? No, I noticed on the toilet. Right. <laughs> So did you have to do the little duck waddle somewhere? (gasps) To the shower. (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach. Rachel, you are a creative force. (gasps) What? What? Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. With the most wonderful eyes. Oh, thanks very much. And the most wonderful white teeth. I feel like you want something from me. Could you please play the pop culture theme? (gasps) Yes! I can't believe that you actually want me to do this. Okay, this is amazing. Want's a strong word. Oh, oh no! Culture! Culture! Okay, there's an 80-year-old woman mm-hmm. by the name of Madonna oh. <laughs> who turned up at the Grammys this week uh, wearing sort of bustier and some sort of stupid beret. Oh, Madonna. And then she's uh, she's lifted up the back of her skirt to expose bot-bot, fishnet jeans, oh, G-string. Oh. Now, here's oh. the deal. Here's the deal. Oh, that is right. Now, there might have been a time in my life when uh, the great Mark was Madonna because you would have thought, well... 
if I'm, you know, going to go somewhere, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll go for literally like the most experienced woman in the world yeah. who doesn't have to pay for there it. There was a time that she was absolutely top of the tree. Like the book, you knew the she'd book. be, yeah, you knew she'd be into absolutely anything that you asked her to do, but now, we. But now she literally is. A creepy divorcee. Yeah, she is lights off material. Now this is, is it. It's... There ain't a light on in the joint. That is the darkest of dark. Nothing at all. Oh, oh, she is it's... frightening and sinewy, and I'm mildly disturbed because as we talk about this, your baby is coming out, and I do not want let me, let me, let me to ruin Sasha. her young ears. Sasha live oh, on the podcast. This is so cute. Hello. Hang on, hang on. Can we You're not going to grow up like Madonna. No. Do you want to no. say something? Say something. Ask her a question. Um, do you love Auntie Rach? Yeah, that's, that's, that, was, that's, that was a yes. That was yes. a yes. Who do you love more, mummy or daddy? Yeah, daddy. Yeah, daddy. <laughs> it's kind of cool, isn't it? Oh, it's the cutest. Sorry, I know some podcast people go, oh, we prefer when the children have babies in it. <laughs> Oh, Ooh, well, dear. Sorry, <laughs> fan of the show. <laughs> Keep the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. And sadly, our family adventure comes to an end. <sighs> Get the word out about our little podcast. If you're on Facebook, Twitter, say, I'm listening to, and post a link. If you're on uh, iTunes, give us five stars. If you really mm-hmm. like us, five stars and a review, and Rachel will send you a kiss. Oh, yeah, I will. I can do that because that can be just, oh, goodness, I just opened the Rude magazine. I'm going to I just realised that I haven't actually sent the picture of my foot to that blog. Oh, yes, we must do that this week. Yeah. And make sure you send us emails uh, at paulandrach.com.au. You can uh, get the little contact page there. Send us an email. You can send us anything. Stories. People sometimes send us things they want us to talk about, little bits of news from their life, anything. We're always happy to do. And it's been a while since we've done a Paul and Rach mailbag, so maybe just shoot us some emails and we'll do a mailbag next week. Yeah, like questions for us, like random yes. stuff that you want us. Like we'll just do you know, advice and stuff. Yes. Anyway, time for us now to normally finish with a... Story from Rachel Corbet, as read from Picture Magazine. Alas, for the ninth week in a row, I have not been able to purchase one. So let us go back to a story from the annals of Club International. Your reader is Rachel Corbet. What is our um, safe word today? Ooh, barbecue. Barbecue. Because I can see one. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time when I was uploading uh, your suggestions on the Facebook page, but that lasted all of about five minutes. Now, they're very short on stories in this. Uh, it's much more picture heavy, but I've just turned to a letter oh. called Russian Toward Pleasure, mm. uh, which was clearly sent in by a lovely reader of this terribly disturbing magazine. Now, he's talking about, I believe, a date he went on. Right. So, let's... Uh, Do you think that people who correspond with Club International Mm. go on dates? Probably not. I don't think they go on dates. I think that they they, they sort of force drunken people into allowing them to fall upon them. (laughs) That's probably true. All right, let's see. I haven't read this. Let's see how far we can get through uh, before we... 
get into some dangerous territory. When a friend suggested I go to the mail order bride route, oh, here we go, it started off well. I thought he was crazy, but after giving it much thought, I decided it was worth a go. I was lonely and barbecued and fed up with the occasional trip to the local massage parlour. What is wrong with these people? I wanted my happy ending to last a lot longer than one minute, so I signed up with an agency that specialises in matching up American men with foreign brides. To make a long story short, after spending a great deal of money and going through quite the process of pouring over hundreds of pictures and chatting with tons of prospective foreign ladies... Because if you're going to get a wife, I mean, you don't just want to make a decision. (laughs) I made a connection... A connection with Svetlana. Oh, Svetlana! (laughs) Almost from the first, we hit it off. When she sent me a picture, it was love at first internet sight. She was 31, a cosmetologist. Oh, please. That is not even a professional. That's like saying you're a mixologist when you work in a bar. And very anxious to leave Moscow for a better life in America. I bet she was. She had piercing green eyes and a very sexy look. I don't know when we're going to get to the I was going to say, when's some barbecue coming? Because right now, (laughs) we've currently got the gas bottle and it's running out. Okay, I'm going to skip three paragraphs here. She was gorgeous from head to toe, kissing me on the cheek. She led me inside by my hand, then beckoned me to sit on her couch. After a couple minutes of small talk, something came over me. I knew it was time for the ultimate test. Reaching over, I grabbed her and kissed her with incredible intensity. She didn't pull away. Instead, her tongue met mine and locked in battle. She whispered, you don't know how long I've wanted to meet you and make love to you, a real decent man who wants a good woman what, what is all this? in broken english <laughs> svetlana released my barbecue from the grips Hey-ya! of her barbecue stood up and pulled off her barbecues a wisp of barbecue greeted me and i could see her barbecues glistening with excitement <laughs> she lowered that barbecue onto my barbecue and there was an audible oh god <laughs> This was so nice until it got to this bit. Svetlana then proceeded to give me the barbecue of my life. She had incredible control over her barbecue and took barbecue with the my barbecue with barbecue like efficiency. Twisting and turning, she undulated her body in ways that had me writhing in pleasure. When I finally couldn't take it anymore, I let loose oh, barbecuing Svetlana's barbecues with a. Oh, 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 I like, I like when you just sort that of is pull up. Just disgusting. Let's just say that we spent the rest of the night barbecuing in every conceivable position and then some. I'm now waiting for Svetlana's fiance visa to be approved. I don't know what the future holds, but I hope Svetlana proves to be the real deal. Oh, oh. God, good luck in your love. You're listening to Paul and Rach. Come with me now. Come with me now. Come with me now. What is that? I don't know.